I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. For the final time, in the year 2022, the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. We bid adieu to the year 2022, Danny G. And uh, yeah, I could sit here and reminisce about what we're going to remember from the year, but that would be generic, boring sports talk radio. I don't know that we want to do that. All I will say is that I'm very happy that things got somewhat back to normal in the year 2022, because 2020, 2021, totally fucked up. Uh, it's good to see society getting back to normal. I was very happy about that. And hopefully that will continue for the rest of our lives. Uh, that's my my deep thought of the show. As you celebrate new beginnings in 2023, I slipped back to 2020. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Yes, you fell back in the Wayback Machine. We will get to that. We've got the Joy Meter, Paying Your Dues, Joining the Club, and Criminal Underworld, plus Pop Goes the Culture. And we have Back Scratcher as well, so a lot to get to. Buckle up. I'm ready to bring the gas. Spicy Hot Edition. 
of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. And so our lead, my lead anyway, on this podcast comes from the season of giving. Oh, what a fun season it has been here. We had our family holiday gathering, the Maller family, well, mostly my wife's family. Uh, but uh, we had a big holiday gathering last weekend, a big event and family from near and near and a few people from far stopped by the Maller mansion. And it's pretty much the same setup as the ugly sweater party, except it's not an ugly sweater party. It's a shindig to celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah and all that. So we had a massive spread of food and I was tasked with picking up the food. I was the messenger boy that had to pick up the food. My wife had ordered some uh, chicken uh, strips uh, for the party. So I arrived at the Raising Cane's location. They closed early on Christmas Eve. So I got there about, they said to pick up the chicken 15 to, you know, 15 minutes or so before they closed. So I got there when I was supposed to, they closed at three o'clock. So I had to get there at like two forty-five. So I showed up right around when I needed to be there. I actually got there a little early. So I played on my phone for like five minutes in the parking lot until I needed to go in. So I walked in, and I told the person, I, I'm here to pick up uh, a bunch of chicken strips. And I said, well, what's the name? And I, I, I gave my name and I, I said, that's, yeah, it's, it's my name. So they, they went back and uh, they're running around. This, this guy's talking to some other people in the back there and they're going back and forth. And then they come back and, and they're like, we, we don't have that order. And I said, well, how can you not have the order? I mean, my wife ordered the food. I mean, you got to have the order. And and so then the manager comes. Now we're at the stage where the manager comes over and is explaining that they don't have the the order, the food that that, that we need. And so then then I get on the phone with my uh, my wife. I'm like, well, I'm here. They say they didn't. You didn't order it. You, You must not have ordered it. It must be a mistake. She said, no, I ordered it. I talked to somebody on the phone. So then, okay, I'll talk. So then I tell the manager at the Raising Cane's, I'm like, listen, I mean, my wife swears she talked to somebody on the phone. She said, whoa, it's a phone order. She says, that's totally different. That's a totally different thing. And this woman's like explaining to me that they have two completely different systems. They have the online order and then the phone order. And they, they these things do not cross. In my, in, my, in my head, Dan, I'm like, I don't give a shit. You know, I just want the food. I got to get out of here. I don't, I don't get. Anyway, uh, paid for the food. I mean, the woman thought I was speaking speaking Klingon when I went in there and asked for the chicken. And uh, anyway, eventually everything worked out. Uh, so uh, figured out at the 59th minute, 59th second before the clock struck midnight and the party, we were going to have no food at the party. So I went back to the Maller Mansion for the parte. And this is what this is where I need your help. Not only you, Danny, but I need you listening to this to help me out. Because I believe I'm on the right side of history and not the wrong side of history. But I'm not sure. So let me explain the situation here. And you are your judge, Danny G, and you make the call on this. So at the holiday parties, some people brought some gifts. And that caused some controversy. Oh, boy. So I need to get your help on this. Now, my my sister-in-law and brother-in-law gave us, me and my wife, what was described as a couple's gift. 
a couple's gift, a gift we could both enjoy. They gave you a massage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not quite. So they, they presented a giant box. Now, they, they explained prior to this that they the, the gift they were giving, they were re-gifting, that they, they had gotten it, that my brother-in-law had gotten, he works in television, and it was a gift that they gave the crew, and but they thought it would be perfect for us as a couple's gift. So a giant box, and you know, my wife opens it up, and I kind of open it up. My wife really opened it. And, um, and it was a very nice gift that was in the box. And it was very, well, it's in the box. It uh, turns out it was, it was a re-gift as we said, but it, uh, it was very nice. I gave a thank you. Uh, I said, this is a wonderful gift. I appreciate that very much. Uh, inside was an espresso maker. Okay. And, right. uh, so it was very nice. And, and that was that. And I said, thank you. And I moved on. My wife, I don't want to say she was upset, but she was mildly annoyed, Danny. At she felt I should have been more appreciative of the gift. That I was not uh, that I did not show the proper amount of love for the gift. She was unhappy with my my joy meter needed to be closer to a 10, and I was at like a four. And she needed okay. it at a 10. So let me make my case here. And I will present my case, and then I will rest, and then I will allow the judge and, and you, Danny, to determine, and you, the listener, uh, if you want to email me and tell me what you think about this. So, A, it was presented as a gift for both me and the wife, uh, a gift we would both enjoy. The problem is I don't drink coffee. This is a coffee yeah. maker. My wife drinks coffee. I don't drink coffee. And I'm happy for her that she has a coffee. It's a very nice machine. It's a several hundred dollars. But I will have zero use for this, right? Uh, I B, I, it's not like I was a total douche. I was polite. I said, thank you. That's great. I just didn't bend over backwards. And, and so that was the second part. And then the, the final thing, part C of this, to me, and, and it's pretty open. I've been very, it's the one thing I can talk about at parties is it's the real odd thing about me is I don't drink coffee. And I do an overnight radio show and I don't drink coffee. And I, people are blown away by that. So it's a great conversation starter. Everyone in the room knew about it, that I don't drink coffee. It would be equivalent of giving someone, giving me a coffee maker would be akin to giving someone in my family who's a vegan a subscription to Omaha steaks, right? It would be the same. They get the same use out of it. You know, it's like, or if I said in one couple, you know, a couple, one of them eats meat, the other one doesn't. I said, this is a great couple's gift. You guys are going to enjoy this so much. Here's a subscription to steaks. Every month you'll get a different cut of meat that'll be delivered to your front door. So that's my, that's my argument. Danny G, how do you see it? Let me ask a couple of questions first. All right. Your wifey does she start her day kind of grumpy before she gets her coffee? Well, she claims that she's not a human being until she's had a cup of coffee. That's what she claims. All right. Yeah. Cause I've heard that yeah. before too. Yeah. Like you, there's plenty of women who say that like, Oh my God, don't speak to me until I've had my coffee. And it's a meme. It's a joke, but yeah. women say it half jokingly because they really mean it. In that case, it is kind of a couple's gift because if your girl, not your woman in particular, but just women in general, 
if it allows us to not have to have a bitchy significant other, then it kind of is a couple's gift. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> I mean, I, you, I'm, not, not, like, I'm not liking what I'm hearing here, Danny. I, I got to tell you, I'm not. I don't, I don't think you're a good judge. But you know, <laughs> men are supposed to stand together here, Danny. But no, here's the thing: my wife has successfully been able to navigate the coffee this entire time. Yeah. She's found a way to get the coffee. And she's lived fine and she figures it out and, and all that. And so it's not like this is something where she hasn't been able to get coffee. It's not like we're in the Sahara desert right. we're water and we're getting water now. It's not that. Okay. One last quick question. I know a lot of guys listening to this right now have gone through this same thing. If you were to look at a bank statement for the month, are there a lot of coffee charges? Oh, God, yes. I think the, the the reason Starbucks stock is as high as it is is because of my wife. Absolutely. No question <laughs> about it. No question about it. Women, especially when they go run errands and go shopping, there's something about, I got to go through the Starbucks drive through first. And then it's like they can't function and run errands unless they have a big Starbucks in their hand. This is correct. However, I will play devil's advocate. I will point out. That this will, while it will limit the Starbucks, it will not end the Starbucks. That still, when out and about, when appropriate, there will be runs to the Starbucks on the Starbucks app on her phone. She will be ordering said Starbucks. So it's not. Now, I would agree with you if this cut out all Starbucks, that this is the this machine is like a gift from the gods. And uh, no more Starbucks. But that's not going to be the case. No. I, I feel like on the thank you and appreciative uh, Ben Maller scale of 1 to 10, you at a 5 or a 6 would have been fine. Your wife should have been the one at an 8, bending over backwards to thank them. You could have been the Robin to her Batman for that gift. All right. Well, I stand by my position. And... As someone that is not part of the cult that drinks coffee, I felt uh, greatly, uh, I don't want to say I was offended. I, the gift should, here's my position. The gift should have been presented as a gift for her. Yeah. A gift for me. I would have been fine with it. But when you tell me you're giving me a gift, I'm thinking, well, this is exciting. This is something I can, you know, and I open it up and it's like a lump of coal for me. I'm like, what the hell? You know. Anyway, all right. I'm married. My wife likes to dress up. She uh, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> moving on from that. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hang your dues. We'd like to welcome Danny G. Yeah, it's your bar mitzvah here. It's your uh, sweet 16. You've become uh, you've become one of us, Danny. You've crossed over the Rubicon. Congratulations. I dodged COVID. We were on the third year of it. Yeah, yeah. Right? 2020, yeah. 2021, 2022. Yep. When did you did you know how you got it? Were you at some event where somebody had it, or you have no idea? I have no idea. I mean, I use about 10 gobs of hand sanitizer every 15 minutes. And uh, I at work, I wipe down the producer station with tons of Clorox wipes. In fact, I get some snide remarks from, are you going to use that whole thing of Clorox wipes? And I'm like, yep, I am. You filthy animals. So Jonas Knox and I were the two that would always wipe the workstation down. This was pre-COVID. Not as bad as uh, your boy, uh, what's the the famous host who doesn't shake people's hands? It'll Howie come to Mandel, us in a second. Is that his name? Howie Mandel? Howie Mandel. Ding, ding, ding. Ben just won $100. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, not as bad as Howie Mandel, but definitely, you know, some of us grew up with parents or a parent who was psycho about germs. That's my mom. My mom carried hand sanitizer before it was a thing. She always had wipes. She always made us wash our hands a hundred times a day. My mom was super psycho, still is. So just for some background, uh, I haven't been careless with any of it. And I feel like that's why I dodged it all these years. So I'm thinking, Ben, that it was dirty Las Vegas. I'm yeah. thinking for Southwest in particular was the culprit. Well, you're fortunate that you you flew Southwest prior to the last week. I caught one of the last Southwest flights that actually flew. Will Southwest recover from this? I don't know about you're you're going to recover from COVID before Southwest Airlines recovers from what the last last week has been for that airline. Jeez, Louise! Oh, for sure, I'm almost better. You're 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 almost over it though, right? You you sound pretty good. You sound good. The reason I took one of the tests that you and I got at the Super Bowl in L.A. They were giving away free COVID tests, and at the time, places were trying to scalp these tests. For what, hundred bucks? Oh yeah, they were. You couldn't find them for a while. You, they were all the stores were sold out. Yeah, lines of people waiting to buy these stupid COVID tests back in the day, 
and these little companies, especially some of the little urgent cares, were totally taking advantage of everybody. Um, well, you and I, we went to Radio Row in L.A., and they were giving away these free COVID tests. So we kept getting back in line, and our joke was we were going to sell them on the on the black market. Racist. Um, so I took uh, the reason I took the test on Christmas morning was because my girl, I, I just thought I had a bad head cold, but my girl made scrambled eggs and bacon and I'm hyped. I'm like, you know, we only get bacon a few times a year. It's a treat. And I take a bite of the bacon. I can't taste it. I couldn't taste the syrup. I couldn't taste the waffle. I couldn't taste the eggs. I literally got scared, Ben, because it felt like somebody had scraped the taste buds off of my tongue. They taste like burning. Now, I also thought, damn, this actually could be a good diet. If this goes on for a while, I'm not going to eat anymore because what fun is it if you can't taste anything? Well, you could do that, um, or you could go the other direction and say, just give me some vegetables. I can't taste those. Like Foods you don't like that are good for you, you could go the other direction and be like, I'll just eat nothing but broccoli and cauliflower, and it'll be great. Who cares? Yeah, that's actually a good point. You could turn your health around. Um, it got me. It finally got me. I'm part of your club now. Part of the club. See, now you you know for sure that it's not that bad. Right. You know, it's you're sick, but you've been sick and you'll be sick more in your life before you check out. And so mm-hmm. you can deal with it. And it's a manageable situation. I wish I, I have a buddy of mine I used to work with in radio who I wanted to see this week. I had some time off from the radio show and he will not meet me because he's afraid of getting COVID and he doesn't want to leave. He's still one of these guys. He will not leave his house. I'm like, what? what is the point of living? You know, you got to be around people. Otherwise, you're going to be dead forever. You'll be in the ground or burned up or whatever. You're not going to be around people. But while you're alive, you got to be around people. Two guys is enough for me. Ah, the men enjoy me. <laughs> very, very good on that. Uh, so the criminal underworld. What is this all about, you ask? A brief tale. So I go back to the holiday soiree. During that particular social event, uh, we had the White Elephant Gift Exchange. Does your family do that, Danny G, at the the White Elephant Gift Exchange? Do you, no? You don't do that? Yeah, so this is the main event. And it's something I never did up until I uh, got married and started going out with the wife because it, it's always fascinating to me how excited people get for crap like my conspiracy on this i think i might have said this on the podcast but my conspiracy theory has been that this has been designed by robber barons of business to get people to buy stuff they would not normally buy like gag gifts and like weird looking socks and uh, what was the budget then well the i think the budget i don't know that we even had a budget i think we spent about you know 20 30 bucks on a, we got a couple of gifts and um we actually did okay but this is just like the I feel like the whole white elephant thing is just like to help commerce out and we actually got a little mini car vacuum which was okay. useful and some flashlights which I felt was was useful but it's not so much about the white elephant gift but while the party was going on 
it was mostly adults, but there were some younger cousins that are, you know, little kids that were running amok. And these kids, man, like a wild pack of desperados, these little children with all these adults boozing it up and these little kids there. And it was a, it was insane. They were unsupervised. Their parents weren't watching them. They're on the prowl. And it turns out that my four-year-old cousin, he just turned four years old, is actually the ringleader of a criminal underworld. I did not realize this until after the party, but while I was socializing and my wife was socializing, my my little four-year-old pint-sized cousin was pilfering the Maller Ranch. And after the party, we noticed there were some things. that We put out some toys and some books for the kids to play with, and we noticed that a big chunk of the stuff was not there. And we're like, what the what the fuck? You know, like, who would steal this stuff? And then we I recalled seeing my four-year-old pal. He had a he was a little, you know, a little kid. He's carrying on a box. And so I put two and two together. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, that's <laughs> it. I had this epiphany. What's in the box? I called his uh, his mom, my my first cousin. I said, Hey, I think we got a situation. I think we got a problem. And it turns out that this pint-sized kleptomaniac had filled this this he's a little kid. He filled this box with all kinds of toys and books and random shit from the house. And he walked nice. out with it and his parents didn't even notice because because they were in their own world and all that. His parents I guess were schnockered and uh, they didn't realize what was going on and that's crazy. Now, fortunately, they they brought over the box and they they put everything. You know, it, it, we got everything back. But man, this kid's like a future cat burglar. Man, this kid's four, four years old. He stole a bunch of put it in the box and walked out. And and oh man, right out of the Maller Mansion with all kinds of crap. That's not so. Man, He's going to be walking in your footsteps, getting all the free samples from Costco for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I'm fine with that. Uh, man, uh, he, he should be a media freeloader is what he should do someday, although it's hard to do that these days. Back in the old days, media freeloader, easy to do. These days, not as much. So that was my my tell. The back scratcher, Danny, do you think we got any messages, any messages of support, holiday week, this last week, the back scratcher on the fifth hour podcast page, we beg every week. Well, I don't beg. We ask kindly for people to put nice reviews out. And you think we got any this week? I think that you're too busy with the holidays and family and friends. So I'm going to say no. Turns out you are wrong. We got one. We got oh, one. Nice. Hey, Bergibby is the name on here. I don't think that's the real name. And the headline on this, five stars, podcast porn. Podcast porn. Says, if I haven't heard, uh, if I haven't heard of uh, other kinds of addiction, this would be podcast porn. I can't wait for the next podcast. Amazing job. BM and DG. Keep it going. Great. Hello from Nolens. So the uh, listener, I don't know his name, but he is listening in Louisiana, in the bayou. So thank you for that. Grazie, grazie. Appreciate it very much. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We have a little time for Pop Goes the Culture. So, you know what that means. Is Ohio out there? Is he ready to go? All right. And these are actual pop culture stories, Danny, that we have put together from the last week, things that stood out to us. Uh, I saw this go viral on social media while I was away from my watch post. Did you see, Danny, there is a woman that is such a dead ringer for Jim Carrey that she says people regularly come up to her and then are disappointed when they realize she is not Jim Carrey. Have you seen this? No, I have not seen a picture of her yet. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a link here. Hold on a sec. Let me, uh, I got to click a few buttons, but I got to tell you, her name's Heather, I believe is her name. And of course this on TikTok, she looks just like Jim Carrey. Like it's, it's really, it's really crazy. Like it's uh, like you, you wonder, like, uh, is this like some kind? Maybe there's only like a finite number, Danny, of way ways people can look. And I just sent you the link there, and you can check it out. Heather Shaw is her name. She's on TikTok. She's an influencer, and she has two point two million followers. How is that fucking possible? Wow. <laughs> Uh, she 
to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, she looks it's just like, like You know those filters where you could make yourself look like, you know, men were making themselves look like women and women were making themselves look like men? Yeah. This yeah. looks like one of those filters where the real Jim Carrey made himself, you know, I want to see what I would look like as a woman. Now, I want to know if they were to procreate this woman, Heather, and and Jim Carrey, what would the kid look like? Do we, I think we know what the kid would look like, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it's... Uh, It'd be funny. The kid would probably come out with red hair and look nothing like either of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, but man, I mean, that is... Uh, you see, that like, is nuts, though. Yeah, she looks like Fire Marshal Bill for sure. Yeah. That is, uh, I mean, this is, this is similar to when I was in my twenties and I used to have to sign autographs as Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm sure. Very similar. Yes. Uh, when I was a kid, I had to sign autographs as the, uh, fat kid from standalone. I had, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, all right. Uh, Gen Z TikTokers have been going around. This is a new TikTok trend, which doesn't involve injuring people. They've been going up to boomers, Danny, and pretending that their favorite celebrities have died to get their reaction, saying, oh, I can't believe it. So-and-so's dead. And, uh, of course, they're not actually dead. They're just pulling the fast one. Sounds like a so That's some bad karma. feel like the ones doing this are going to die prematurely. Some sleazeball activity there by those TikTokers. Bad job by them. Uh, I saw this with this big Arctic blast that has been striking across America over the last 10 days or so and dropping the, uh, the frigid bomb all over the place. People that have been owning Tesla's not very happy. Multiple people reporting that the Tesla's are failing to work in the harsh winter weather that the Tesla's not designed for the frigid conditions here, Danny. Did you see the uh, the Bills players when they got back from Chicago? Oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, all their cars were covered with 10 feet of snow and ice. That was a Tesla? I, w- I would assume it wouldn't be working. Well, the funniest, though, Danny, and I think you, you'd agree with me on this, was the video. One of the guys on the Bills was, he was driving a white pickup truck. Oh, yeah, he left the ice on top. It looked like he had the iceberg that sunk the Titanic on the back of his car. It was hilarious. And it's like, I got it off enough. I'm ready to go. I don't give a shit what's in the back. I'm going for it, man. And he went. Yeah, he just dug around the sides, and then he backed out. He left everything on top. Yeah, but isn't that going to come flying off if he's driving and hit a car behind him, though? I mean, wouldn't you think the snow is going to come flying off the back at some point while he's driving? I don't know. That was pretty pretty nutso. Well, speaking of nutso, police in Mexico, they did a traffic stop. Did you see what they found in the car wedged between suitcases in the trunk of a car in Mexico, Danny? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Uh They found a tiger cub. An actual tiger cub had been wedged in between a couple of suitcases, much to the dismay of law enforcement. And I I guess this couple decided they wanted a nice uh, little pet tiger. And it was a little little bit. At what point? At what age does the tiger become a killing machine? It didn't look. It looked like a stuffed animal you'd get at Disneyland in the video. But I know that's not gonna, it's not gonna stay like that, right? At some point, it's going to, going to be disastrous. 
It's like, oh, it's like a little baby thing. Like that, it looks like the size of like a small dog. Like it doesn't. If you could have an exotic pet, what would you choose? And it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt me. It wouldn't kill me. It'd be, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. <sighs> the city would give you, uh, you know, yeah, special permission to own it. A lion or an alligator. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> you know, maybe a rhino. Those aren't even similar. <laughs> well, uh, if I was allowed to have whatever I wanted, it wouldn't hurt me in a perfect world. And I could have that. I mean, think of the, it would be kind of cool. Cause we've all had these neighbors who try to show off with the the ponds? What what are those uh, those expensive fish in the pond? Oh yeah, koi. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at my koi pond. Look at my alligator pond. You dick. Yeah. Think of the conversations. Though a lot of people would run away from you. They'd be like scared. They'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't." But uh, me like, no, don't don't panic. I made a deal. It's an alligator, but it won't bite anybody because I made the deal, and we're good to go on that. And uh, you can see the video. I sent you the video of the tiger here, Daddy. But it looks like a like a little. I don't know how old that thing is. You're the animal guy. You got that animal Thunderdome coming up here at some point. So, yeah, it'd be perfect. Oh yeah, that's a baby. That's a month old baby. Yeah, it's not very big. It's cute, cuddly, right? Doesn't it look like a stuffed animal though? Yeah. How much do they eat? They must eat a shitload every day to get big, right? I can't. What are they? If you have a pet tiger, like, what are you feeding it? Like, entire chickens? Like, three or four chickens every couple of hours or something like that? Man. Raising canes. Yeah, raising canes. <laughs> All right, on Pop Goes the Culture, we got uh, a, a little more time. I think we'll do one more here. Uh, we'll see if we have time. But uh, how about how about this one from the uh, the wacky world of uh, real estate? So this group of friends in Pennsylvania – they bought this abandoned high school. They spent $100,000 on this abandoned high school, this old school, like, relic from back in the day, like the 1940s, 1950s, and hadn't been used in years. And they renovated it, and they turned it into this awesome-looking 31-unit apartment building. It's got a gym, shared living space. It's awesome. And these guys in their 30s, they got together and they said, this is great real estate. This is a gold mine. We got to we gotta figure out how to do it. Homestead, Pennsylvania. And it's, it's really neat. It's like this really sweet-looking old building that was this, this high school. It's four stories tall. And they got together with a developer and they turned it into 29 one-bedroom units they're charging $1,400 a month, and they've got some two-bedroom units as well that are mixed in there, but that's a great idea. I'd love to do something like that. I think that's wonderful. Is there also a built-in brothel? <laughs> I don't I don't see the brothel, but they, they, they made it very – it's very grand. It's very grand. Like, it, it's an old building, and they refurbished it. They did this in, like, six months, and it's it's pretty cool. And they they just bought another school. I guess this is their new thing. They just bought another school, an elementary school, which is no longer an elementary school, and they're going to turn that into some some studio apartments also. So that's kind of neat. Some ingenuity. Yeah. 
All right, so it is New Year's Eve. Uh, Danny G, big plans for New Year's Eve, or are you going to stay on the injured list in the injury tent? Yeah, it's just going to be me and the Tinderoni. The kids are all busy. We were just going to kind of have a chill night anyways with some sparklers and some sparkling cider and maybe the gender reveal because we might find out. Oh, Later today, yeah, we might find out by tomorrow if it's a boy or a girl. Very exciting. And uh, everyone will be dying to know, will we have a uh, a, a Danny G 2.0 or a, a new princess in your life, Danny? Uh, we will we will find out soon. This well, is I- when shit gets real. <laughs> Already packed the bag. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate the news by hightailing it north on the 101 freeway. <laughs> yes, I hear you. All right. Well, have a great end to 2022. It's been a fun year here on the podcast with you, Danny, and doing the radio show and all that stuff. And we'll begin the new year. We will have a mailbag podcast. The Mallow Militia came through yet again. So we'll have a brand new mailbag on the first day of 2023. Another year is upon us. We've, we've survived uh, another spin around the globe uh so anyway we'll catch you then have a great rest of your day and stay safe happy new year happy new year i forgot forgot to say that happy new year you're fired yeah damn it (laughs) all right later skater got a murder gotta go i'm diosa And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.